You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Oh, we're live. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll leave this in there. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You call me Carl, and here on True Way Gaming, we answer your game-related questions and talk about your game-related topics. And on this episode, it's uh, big news today. Big news happened um, in the gaming industry, a competitor to Game Pass. We're going to talk more about it in a few moments, but in this episode, I am not alone. I brought a returning guest, a.k.a. brother from another mother, legend, and the uh, host, well, co-host, right? Or, yeah, founder of uh of uh Elbow and Dodge Podcast. I almost forgot. Sorry, Elbow and Dodge Podcast. Hey, you're doing great, huh? <laughs> uh, one one of the hosts and creator of True of Elbow and Dodge Podcast, aka my man Tony. Welcome, Tony. Ahoy there. <laughs> cool. And uh, also, you listeners, you're not going to see, but actually, this is the first time that I'm recording a podcast episode with my man right here, and we actually get to. The, uh, use webcams. It's pretty cool. Get to see you, and it's been a long time since I've seen you. So, yeah, it's nice to catch yeah. up like this. Exactly, really, really cool. Can't wait to bring this on YouTube real soon. Listeners, stay tuned for that. All right. So, as I mentioned, some big news today dropped for PlayStation. Finally, uh, I think it began with uh, Jeff Grubb. He predicted that Sony was going to release uh, a subscription service that's really to compete with game pass uh but my own opinion when i saw that right and when that news broke out i was like man it's not i don't see this as a direct competitor to game pass because i know and i think me and you spoke about it in a previous episode before telling right that xbox is taking a hit right we're doing day one releases on game pass like right they're they're day one releases and also just game pass or you know the beginning of it xbox is taking a pretty big hit financially by by doing that right it's only when they uh meet a certain mark in terms of subscribers that's when it will start becoming profitable so i already knew off the bat and and uh you know again we spoke about this before sony they're not ready to make that commitment especially with this new ceo uh you know jim ryan i know they're not going to do that so off the bat i did not expect or i already knew we're not going to get day one releases again. We're going to go into it in a few moments. But what did you thought just at this prediction? You know, what were some of your thoughts that you had? Well, yeah, first of all, I'm surprised that it was so accurate. Because <laughs> all the tiers are the exact same name that was a part of that leak or the rumor. You remember it? Oh, I don't. I didn't remember. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the essential, extra and premium. I think the third one was premium, right? The last yes. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were all the exact names that was released with the... My man was spot on. It's crazy. Yeah, it was spot on. And also, the the benefits as well were pretty spot on. There's very little that was left out from that initial leak. Yeah, like right. the The original uh, back catalog, that was something we knew about. Uh, mm-hmm. The separation of the three tiers, a combining of the plus and now 
yeah subscriptions yeah, like, i remember that it's like we already heard about this but with very little new information now i think what we didn't know about was the ps4 and ps5 games being like they said an exact number they're like up to 400 ps4 and ps5 games are going to be immediately available starting from the second yeah. tier from the extra tier and up well, right so yeah, yeah just starting like- with that with the with the leak dead on accurate i'm surprised yeah yeah and and man i'll tell you and i had with this leak or a prediction at the time i was like man there was this one particular thing and again we're going to talk about that in a few moments but there was this one thing that i'm like all right they have to do it and this will be perfect in my opinion right only one could dream all right so so we're going to get to for your listeners that don't uh haven't uh Saw the news or haven't heard it about what Sony announced today. We're actually going to go over PlayStation uh, blog. Uh, Sony has announced something through their blog. It's really funny that, uh, you know, they didn't release an event for it or a video. It was just a blog post, right, of, of news of this caliber, you know. So we're going to get to that. So I'm going to read this right now. And this is from Jim Ryan, the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um. And I'm going to cut the first paragraph. Today, we are pleased to share with you an official news about changes coming to our subscription services this June. So three months from now, at least from the time of this recording, um, we're bringing together PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now and an all new PlayStation Plus subscription service that provides more choice to customers across three membership tiers globally. Our focus is on providing high quality, uh, curated content with a diverse portfolio of games. Below is the overview of the three membership tiers. I'll pause right there before I read it. And I just remember years ago that I didn't, like, my concern, like me, uh, I said it plenty of times in the show, I'm a collector. And, I mean, we knew that the industry is going to move towards a membership model rather than an ownership model. And me hearing that years ago, and I first heard that from the, he, he's no longer the president of EA, but I remember the, I forgot this dude's name, uh, but the president of EA, he said that, where he saw the industry moving towards a membership a model and moving away from, um, you know, ownership. And it sucks that he's correct, you know? And and obviously, it's this is like nothing, you know, Sony's not the first, you know, um, one doing this. Well, excuse me, they technically were the first one diving into streaming games with PlayStation Now. Out of Xbox and out of uh, Nintendo, they were actually the first one, Praise Mighty King 2, um, you know, experiment with that. Yeah, know? they were it, saying that proudly in that blog post, too. That's they mentioned right. that in the beginning, yeah. Be, oh, the one I skipped, okay. <laughs> no, but but that's, that's not really relevant information, but yeah, you're right. Right, yeah. and um, But it's crazy how Microsoft, I think, their script like they they're the ones that are leading that right now how successful that is and then nintendo was trying to sort of copy and then now you got sony sort of revamping their strategy here or revamping their description service so you know a little disappointed and it has to do with something else that we're about to read but anyway back to the tiers right playstation plus essential PlayStation Plus Essential, the benefits of this is it provides you the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members are getting today, such as Two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for save games, and online multiplayer access. So there is no changes pretty much in this existing tier. 
Um, and the pricing for this will be, you know, $9.99, $10 a month, uh, $25 quarterly, and it's $60 a year. Then we have PlayStation Plus Ultra, which is the second tier. And I think... Ultra in, or extra? You know, I was thinking about My Hero Academia, <laughs> I think. <laughs> PlayStation Plus Ultra. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my. Well, you're academia. Oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm here, man. That's what I'm here. Thank you. There you go. Go on here. PlayStation Plus Extra. Thank you so much, man. I, I can't believe I would have said Etro, like Ultra, I mean, for the rest of the show if you weren't here. Uh, but the benefits of this one is uh provides all the benefits from this central tier, but it also adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 titles games including blockbuster hits from our playstation studios catalog and third-party partners games in the extra tier are downloadable for play so that's cool so i'm assuming you could stream them but also download them natively and play them off the system which i love that's that's awesome nothing never uh, nothing can beat natively you know um oh, hold on can we start breaking breaking it down a little bit now because if you read that again does it say you have the option to download and to stream, or does it say some of them will be streamable and some of them will be downloadable? And I quote, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studio catalog. And I know where you're getting at. I think you're mentioning the next tier. Uh, PlayStation Studio catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. Okay. So the whole 400. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. And the prices of this is $15 a month for $5 more. Cool. So we're we're in the Game Pass Ultimate territory right now. Yeah, straight up competing in terms of price. Yeah. Um, but well, I'm not sure if I should say this until I named the third tier, but they didn't say anything about day one releases. Well, th- there's not. Never not they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get to that too, because yeah, Jim right. Ryan did comment on that. But all right. Yeah. They didn't mention anything about day one releases onto the service. So but fifteen dollars a month or for uh $40 quarterly or $100 yearly. Not bad because I think Game Pass yeah, for a year is like that 100. That is not bad. Yeah, it's 120. $180 for a year? A Game yeah, Pass? Because, yeah, because they don't have a yearly price. You're paying $15 a month unless you do the you know the trick that everyone's been using. You pay for right. gold for six, $60. Oh, but Amazon though, I did see straight up a, a Game Pass year Thing, and I think it's like 120. Really? Yeah, the last until my memory. Yeah. Damn, uh, all right, that's actually good then. But but still, I thought, they, I thought they didn't have any of those options. It was just monthly. Yeah. Well, this is recent. Been using. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, okay. I don't know if it's been recently updated or not, but as far yeah. as I know, it's just a monthly payment, and that's right, right, right. 180 a year. So, which is crazy, and to me, it was well worth it. 180. <laughs> Did you get? In- I still haven't paid it yet, but yeah. <laughs> It will be well worth it, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Because also, too, a Game Pass, man, so much perks. Like, I got Crunchyroll for four months. Like, it's great. But anyway, I know that's another conversation. All right. So, yeah, $100 yearly. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Now, it leads us to the last tier. PlayStation Plus Premium Ultra. No, I'm just kidding. PlayStation Plus Premium. <laughs> EX Plus Alpha? Yeah, Plus Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DLC or Dead Rising 3. Um, <laughs> sorry, that threw me off. So, yeah, the premium tier provides all the benefits from the essential and extra tiers. Now, in addition 
it adds up to 340 additional games, including, this breaks my heart, PS3 games available via cloud streaming. So you can't download it natively and run the PS3 games natively, which breaks my heart, but more on that in a few moments. Um, A catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PSP generations. Um, And then the next thing is offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers and markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC, which is pretty dope. Uh, Time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier. So customers can try select games before they buy. Now, the pricing of this one is $18 monthly, $50 quarterly, and $120 yearly. And then... um, yeah, and a PlayStation Plus Deluxe uh, in select markets for markets without cloud streaming, because uh, all the world doesn't do that yet. Um, PlayStation Plus Deluxe will be offered at a lower price compared to premium and includes a catalog of beloved classic games from the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PSP generations to download and play, along with time-limited tr- game trials, benefits from Essential and Extra Tiers, which is awesome. That's all I care about. I don't even care about the streaming. I would just like to download and play. So... Those are the three tiers. And I'm not even sure I should read the other article. That's pretty much it. Oh, the extra, actually, yes. The new extra and premium tiers represent a major evolution for PlayStation Plus. With these titles, our key focus is to ensure that the hundreds of games we offer will include the best quality content that sets us apart at launch. Uh, Sorry, at launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal, which is Returnal I want to get. Haven't gotten that yet because I joined it still $70. Uh, we're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More detail to come. Uh, come on the games. We'll have our new PlayStation Plus service. And there's plenty of more, but that's the gist of it. Now, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot here, Carl. Yes. But first of all, I want to mention something that you were talking about in the beginning. So, and this is weird that people are talking about this, but where do you stand on this being a Game Pass competitor? Do you not see it as a Game Pass competitor? No. No, because of the of what it's offering, or no, because you don't think Sony's trying to compete against Game Pass with this service. That is a good question. I was actually thinking about this earlier today. So I don't think I don't think Sony is competing with Game Pass. I think they're doing this to, how should I say, um, definitely to bring a similar offering 
but not compete directly with Game Pass. And for a couple of reasons. Uh, should I state them or should I just pause right there? Did I answer your question? Yeah, go ahead because I'm curious. Yeah, because I'm on the side that this is definitely the Game Pass competitor. It's a little underwhelming, but it yes. is the whole reason it exists is because Game Pass exists and they need to offer something as well. This is what they're putting their foot forward with. Right. Yeah, let's let's hear the reasons you got. Well, number one, as we read, they're well, excuse me, what's absent, I should say, is that uh they're not gonna offer games day one. Jim Ryan commented a why. Because people pointed out, wait, that means we're not gonna get games day one. And I have it actually right here, the article of Jim Ryan explaining why they're not doing that. Uh, Game Pass, obviously, the main one of the main um features is that with Xbox first party titles, you get to have day one access. So yeah, Sony's not offering that. So that's one. Number two, um, in terms of, I can see what you mean by that, but I, I see this as Sony is because of Game Pass, they took this opportunity to sort of rebrand PlayStation Now and put it under one umbrella because it was PlayStation Now and then PlayStation Plus. And because of Game Pass, you see where Xbox Live Gold is still its own thing, uh, but they managed to, how should I say, form a service where all that is one. You get all those benefits under one umbrella. And I think Sony said, okay, we're a little bit outdated. Uh, you know, the best way I can explain it. I feel like they're a little outdated. So then they took this opportunity to merge both services into one, PlayStation Plus and uh, PlayStation Now. Um, so that's what I think what they're doing, not in response as, okay, we got to be Game Pass. And also, number three, if you look at what they're offering, because uh, Game Pass is not only just, um, you know, obviously mainly games, right? Games and streaming, but you also get perks for other services. Um, where I think actually one of the perks now, you actually, for to celebrate Anime Month, you get to, or I'm not sure if it's now or already happened, but um, you could get like Black Clover, I think the first season, which is an anime as a perk. Um, like I mentioned earlier, four months of Crunchyroll, you get other benefits. As to where PlayStation, this is strictly just games. And I was going to say they were even giving you Paramount Plus so that you could watch the Halo series. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Sony, they could offer something like that, you know, especially, and I'm surprised they didn't do that because they own Funimation and Crunchyroll. Right. Nowhere to be found in the services. So I think what they're doing is we're starting to see the chip shortage to come to an end a little bit. Uh, so I think they're getting ready for when players actually get their hands on the PS5 console and or PS4, and you don't have to make a big commitment. That was a big problem. When you're a PS5 owner, you got a PS5. If you want three games, they're like $70 a piece. So I think this is Sony's solution to um, to ease the consumer uh, to... Yeah, ease the consumer that they don't have to make a big, uh, they don't have to make a big commitment to purchasing games. They could pay one monthly price and they have access to a wide catalog and enjoy the console that they bring home. So this is that's why I think this is a response to that because that, that was a major complaint, you know, where people were playing day one Halo Infinite, you know, the the campaign and other first parties and Sony seventy dollars a piece. Or for example, uh, Outriders came day one to Game Pass. PlayStation people, they had a shout out either 60 or 70 if they're buying the PS5 version. Uh, so MLB in other the words, show. 
I will be the show. Perfect example. If you were Game Pass, day one. Sony, you had to pay $70. So I think this this is Sony's response to that. You don't have to make a big commitment and spend a lot of money. You could enjoy their platform, have access, experience all their games for a monthly price. So I don't think it's I think it's its own own alternative to that problem, not in response to Game Pass, in my opinion. So you see it almost like uh, what Nintendo is doing with Nintendo Online. Like obviously their their tiers aren't. <laughs> so bad. They're not. They're trying. They're not trying to compete with Game Pass. Obviously, they're just doing exactly. their own thing. They're exactly. doing their own thing. Do you think that's what PlayStation is doing and Sony's doing? They're just yes. like offering their own thing, not trying to compete with Game Pass. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think they're not trying to compete with Game Pass, but they saw a, a business model that a company, a game company, would not fathom of. They see how successful it is, and they're like, okay, we want in on that, and they came up with their own. That's what I think it's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, but I'm still on the side of. I still believe this is the competitor, but it's just a weak competitor. <laughs> I still believe that. Right. Because I was going to say, I, I didn't, I don't think this is a competitor because, yeah, this is this is a weak competitor. They, they don't offer that alone. They're not offering day one uh, launches on the service. That already, you know, Game Pass already beat that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, or rather, Game Pass is more... Uh, pleasing i think because of that alone i think that's major what if they offered it like ea does what if they did first party releases but like six months later i think ea does six months right or is it three months yeah i thought it was like three three to six months i forgot but i I think three what if they did it like that i think (laughs) i don't think they will announce that though I don't think Sony will announce that because then people will just would wait. Will wait exactly. Yeah. People won't buy first party. But all right, I'll just wait until three months till it comes. So I think they could do that. They might probably think about that, but they won't announce that because of that reason. In my it, opinion, I think that would have made it look better at least because oh, right yeah. now, yeah, right now is just very. It's very strange because you also said it earlier where they announced it like it wasn't a big deal. It came out in a blog post. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a reveal, like a YouTube video or just anything highly produced on their website. It was just a written blog post. And it basically is just PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus just combining. There's really not that much benefits on top of that there's some but but it has the same things of like you could already play ps3 games on now and you got to stream it and it's the same thing for this playstation plus tier two and tier three and what is different now is yes there's going to be ps5 games now i don't think there's any ps5 games on playstation now no so now there's going to be ps5 games they're going to have more PS4 games. But yeah, it came out pretty underwhelming. It really did. 
but I guess it's, it's it's more beneficial to people who are getting into PlayStation who don't have that like catalog. Me. Yeah, like me. Like if I buy the PS5 Slim whenever it comes out, that'd be nice to have for like three months or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, it that's where I stand. I think it is a competitor, but it's just not putting up a good fight. I mean, you could still benefit from this even if you have a PS4 console. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, that's you true. just you just won't play PS5 games. Yeah, but that's another thing too with Xbox is that you could stream Series X games even if you have the old Xbox One, the that's VCR right. model. You know, that's so right. yeah, and Sony, they're you know, they're, yeah, they're not doing that. You know, I don't <laughs> it's, know, it's man. It, it... You know, is I I think I, I look at this and I think about man, I think about years ago. In 2013, going back 2013, Sony announcing, um, oh yeah, and when you buy a game, a PS4 game, um, you could do whatever you want with it. You could trade it in, you could lend it to a friend, and whatever. And everyone's like, oh, because Xbox was doing the complete opposite, obviously. We know how that story goes. And then I fast forwarded a day, and I'm just like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, because there's even more to this. Than, than what we're speaking of. Like, even... I, I, I really want to read Jim Ryan's response first. And then... Go ahead. Com- this, is, this is in regards to the day one releases? Yes. Or just... Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard this. Uh, the title of this is, is, is hilarious. So I'm reading this from... Uh, it's on multiple websites. I think Game Ryan and stuff. But um, I'm reading this from VGCharts.com. Just in case you want to the source. <laughs> the title is... Jim Ryan, PlayStation games could suffer if they were released day one on PlayStation Plus. Interesting. Yeah, so let's see. Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan in an interview with Game Industry was asked about adding new first-party titles to the service at launch, and he said it isn't something they are planning. And, And I quote, this is him talking, we feel like we are in a good virtuous cycle with the studios where the investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like the, we like that cycle and we think our games like that cycle, says Ryan. In terms of putting our own games into this service or any of our services upon the release, as you well know, this is not a road that we have gone down in the past and it's not a road that we're going down with this new service we feel if we were to do that with the games um that we make at playstation studios that virtuous cycle will be broken he said the level of investment um oh sorry i was checking if everything was okay did i lose you okay okay. no we're good okay okay cool Mm -hmm. Is uh yeah the level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not, um would not be possible, and we think the knock on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. This is a contrast uh to Microsoft that released all first party titles on the Game Pass subscription services. Oh, this is not him talking. My bad. This is the uh, the writer for VG Charts giving their opinion the, now, right? Right. Oh. 
He says one last thing. Ryan did say his current position could change in the future as things keep changing in the industry and around oh, really? the world. The way that, the, and this is him talking now, the way the world is changing is so very quickly at the moment. Nothing is forever, said Ryan. Who would have said ever, or said even four years ago, that you would see AAA PlayStation IPs being published on PC? We started that last year and Horizon Zero Dawn, then Days Gone, and now God of War, a usually polished and accomplished PC version of the game. Uh, we've had great critical success and great commercial success, and everyone has made their piece with that happening and is completely at ease with it. I look back four years and think nobody would have seen that coming. So I don't want to cast anything in stone at this stage. All I'm talking to today is the approach we're taking in the short term. The way our publishing model works right now, it doesn't make any sense, but things can change very quickly in this industry as we all know it. End quote. It makes sense. It does. It does. And, 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 you know, I don't blame him because like we said, or uh, we had a conversation before, I'm not sure if it was on the show here or maybe personal, but we said that Microsoft, again, they have so much money. Like, obviously, software is what a piece of everything. They could afford doing that. They could afford taking the loss. But Sony, you know, they're, they're a major company. They got money. But, you know, it'll, I think it will be very critical for them if they were to do that and take a loss and loss, no, they can't afford that. So I do understand. Yeah, obviously it sucks in a sense, but at the same time, it's completely understandable from a business perspective because we knew off the bat, right? It's only that we knew that it, we were just like, how on earth is Microsoft making money <laughs> when they first started yeah. this? Like how, how is it profitable? You know? So um, yeah, it's like you said, they're taking a big hit up front because they're playing the long game. This is an investment for them. They want, they're playing a different game. They want the subscriptions. That's right. So the, the individual sales, unit sales of games, that's not where their focus is now. It's the subscriber count on Game Pass. And they've been doing great there. The last reported yeah. number is 25 million. We know that. But Sony, they're not in that position. Their games still sell very, very well. Very well. Their games yes. are high polish, high budget, and they sell amazingly. So for them to put a day one on PlayStation Plus, they would be losing money. That would be backwards for them to do. Exactly. It would be a mistake. It really would be a mistake for them to do that. <laughs> yes. So it's like Jim Bryan said. Right now, they're not planning on doing that, or at least in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. But let's say PlayStation Plus does start taking off. Let's say it does start getting the 20 million, 25 million, 30 million, 40 million, whatever number they need to hit that Microsoft also needs to hit. Once it gets to that sweet spot, then they can say, you know what? We're competing. We're, we're going to punch back harder now. We're going to drop our, our, you know, God of War, the next right. Last of Us, the next Ghost of Tsushima, and they're going to have heavy hitter first party games on there. But right now, it just doesn't make any sense for them to do that. Right. And, exactly. But then it makes me think, what's the point of this right now? What's the point of this right now? Time. Besides, you know, besides like newcomers to PlayStation, besides people who don't collect and people who don't buy like 
day one as soon as games releases is for the people who who are behind on their collection who don't have a huge library this is good for them but for the majority of people what's the big draw so i was gonna say it could have been a big draw but the way they went about this they sort of messed themselves up what could have made it a big draw their legacy Okay. Because yeah. yeah. Oh, let's get one subscription. That. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is a perfect segue into the next part about this, where I felt like they they had something like don't get me wrong. Besides of what the opinions I'm about to express, and facts, because we'll be you know sharing facts here. Overall, but let's say let's say Game Pass didn't exist, right? This is great pricing. Like this is a good service. It's not bad. It's good. In my opinion, it's good. Like, honestly, I might subscribe to uh, uh, the PlayStation Plus uh, Extra uh, one. Okay. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. For for a little bit, try out. Or maybe I might... Yeah, I think what I might do is just subscribe to PlayStation Plus now. Pay $30, right? For three months uh, before this change happens. And then I just will stick with the middle tier. Uh, but... <clears throat> Jim Ryan... You know, I, I forgot the last CEO's name. Sean Layden? Is that the previous? Yeah, the, the last... Yeah, I, I liked him. Obviously, you know, no man is perfect. No CEO is perfect. Obviously, he made some mistakes as well. But I loved him because I remember even people... On, there was this one day on Twitter, people showed uh, his E3 clip. His E3 um, clip of him... Um, on stage and saying, I forgot what game he said, but it was like an indie title. And he said that was his favorite game. You know, uh, obviously it wasn't the best game for him, though. Uh, like it wasn't the best in terms of like the scale of other. Right, yeah, critically titles. acclaimed and things yeah. like that. But yeah. he said that that title was very ambitious. The developers were very ambitious of what they'd done. And that was his favorite game. And, you know, at the end of the speech, in other words, he was saying, right, it's. it's it's not about that. It's not about how much money you can make. It's not much how much breaking. I mean, obviously, for a business to grow, obviously, revenue matters. But what he was saying was, it's not about oh man, like, all right, we're we're targeting ten million units sold or something. You know, that wasn't the vision of PlayStation. It's all about the games. With Jim Ryan coming in, he is, and yes, it's 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 PlayStation. It's a business, but he's making a lot of choices that are anti-consumer um and to where you know for, for example i mean uh with the horizon of forbidden west almost says zero down that's part one horizon forbidden west is the, was the last playstation 5 game that you could get a free upgrade to um he announced that um he also announced uh uh what was it um i just had another thing in my mind uh but i forgot but leading to this thing if you look at the description things, <clears throat> they're now going to be charging for backwards compatibility. So if you were to look, because this is nothing, and it's not like I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I guess uh, Sony they couldn't uh, developers couldn't figure out how to get PlayStation Three games running, you know, uh, natively uh, through emulation, you know, on the PlayStation Five or PS Four, right?" I don't think that's true, um, and the reason why I say that is going back since the PlayStation Three. Back in 2007, oh, actually, I think it was 2009, actually, they started doing that with their PlayStation Store. But if you go to PS3 right now, they have, you can play PlayStation 1 games 
on the PS3, PlayStation 2 games on the PS3, etc. PSP games you could buy and Vita. And I think you can even play PSP games on the PlayStation 3 and PS4. Again, they brought back PlayStation 2 backwards compatibility. Limited, you have to buy them again. You can't insert the disc and play it, but you, know, you could buy it um, and, and actually own a digital copy of the PlayStation 2 games they have on the store and PS1. If you look at here, what they're doing, um, you could still buy a select PlayStation 2 uh, titles. Like, uh, I think Limited Run Games, for example, they did a limited run of Jack and Dexter 1, 2, and 3. You could buy a physical copy of that. Uh, but but right now on the PlayStation 4, you could buy PlayStation 2 games like War of the Monsters, Manhunt, The Warriors, etc. Right? You could buy those copies, um, but you can't buy them. You could play them on the PS5. I'm not sure if you could buy them. But what they're doing is they're adding with this service more PS2 games and they're making PlayStation 1 games playable on the PS4 and uh, PS5, but they're locking the new additions, in other words, exclusively to the service. So that's very bad. That's 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 Nintendo status. Because Nintendo, for example, it was, it was actually recent where uh, there was big controversy because they were shutting down their... Um, they were taking down, I think, the the 64 games. Yeah, the eShop. They're taking down their 64 games and some, you know, Game Boy Advance games, whatever they had on the eShop uh, for the Nintendo Wii, and they have no plans. Um, or also on the 3DS, but they have no plans on bringing that back to the Nintendo Switch. And instead, they're going to be locked behind the subscription service, uh, Nintendo, um, whatever Nintendo Online Plus. No, I'm just kidding. I forgot the name. <laughs> <of it>. Nintendo <laughs> but, Online Premium. <laughs> yeah premium extra um slash alpha no but i forgot whatever but they're they're locking that behind the script service sony's doing the same thing here and that's very bad and that sucks you know and you know they're gonna make money of course uh but it's yeah it, it sucks and they're not just doing it with ps3 games where you could stream it only and that's why i think i know what's going on um, I think that's why I think truly they decided like, you know what? We could make PS3 games played natively um, in our uh, PlayStation 5, but you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to make them stream it only. Um, and I think they did that purposely because if they made it so that natively you could pop in a PS3 disc and a PS5, um, that's a whole bunch of money they're losing out on. Because if they did that, a lot of people are going to buy PlayStation 3 games secondhand yeah. on eBay, etc. Or go to used game store or whatever, buy PS3 games, and that's so much money that Sony would be losing out on. So I think they were like, you know what? We can do this because that would happen. And instead, we're going to add to the catalog on our digital uh, stream PS3 library and hopefully customers will be satisfied. And yeah, and I even have an article here uh, from uh, PlayStation uh, Universe. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, PSU. And uh, they quoted two people. But before I you know, read this and quote this, anything to say about what I just said, Tony? Yeah, this back compat thing is the biggest problem. The biggest yes. problem from this whole new PlayStation Plus revamp. Remember when Nintendo announced their, you know, their their sega you know they got sega games on there and yeah. then they got the mm-hmm. the catalog of what was it of the 
what was it, 64 games on this? 64 games, yeah. Right? I wasn't excited for a single second when they announced that. Because <laughs> it's like, it's so expensive. You have to jump up to the next tier. Yeah. And then that's the only way you could play it. They straight up lock you out of it if you don't pay monthly. That makes no sense. It bothers me so much that Sony and PlayStation, they, they're very similar in, in that their history of games is very strong. They have a big yeah. catalog of games, a catalog of games that people adore, and there's plenty of them. That's something, that's something that Xbox doesn't have too much of because they were late to the game. They were late to, yeah. you know, they're, they're still the newest of the three. So, man, these guys, they have the opportunity to just just give you the highest quality, bombard you with all these games and just shower you with their history. But they don't. They do this. They lock mm-hmm. it behind these subscriptions and it makes no sense. Now, these guys, I, I'm, you're saying that they purposely kept the PS3 games only for streaming, only for cloud. I don't know if that's entirely their fault. But I also don't want to give them too much, you know, I don't want to give them too much like credit or leeway because, you know, the the cell architecture on the PS3 is is known for being so difficult to replicate. That's what we always hear. You know, like it's so it's like really hard to emulate and it's really hard to to develop for. You know, that's all the stories we heard like during the PS3 generation and afterwards, like why it wasn't backwards compatible on ps4 and why is not backwards compatible on ps5 now obviously ignoring the the streaming so right. yeah i don't want to excuse them too much though because i feel like they how hard could it really be you know there's there's a lot of programmers and engineers they have over there at sony they could figure this out right if they wanted to they could figure this out but i bet it's not worth it for them to figure this out and you're right the um saying that yeah you can just pop your disc in and then just start playing it's true you can't buy you can't give sony any more money with ps3 games they're not launching they're not yeah they're not making any new games any new copies of these games so everything you buy is going to be secondhand they're they're not going to make money off of that that's something that microsoft did though if you have the games (laughs) you're you're playing Mm -hmm. them you're playing them off your disc yeah it's just crazy how it's crazy how sony is not competing on that level because they could dominate on that level they can that's what that's what bothers me so much when i heard this i saw this news they could say oh you like backwards compatibility on xbox how about games you actually like over here on playstation We'll, we'll give this to you you know if you already own it you could play it right now but they don't and yeah and then that then it goes to the other thing of um you're right the third tier is the one that i was asking you about because they say oh some of them the ps2 games ps1 games psp games they're saying through download and streaming right but we don't know there's not enough specifics on which one's going to be downloadable which one's going to be streaming or is that always the two options that you get but Yeah, that that's just the backwards compatibility part of it. And then outside of yeah. that, it's just like it is it, it just seems too it seems too restrictive too. 
because I think you could play it on PS4, right? This is available on PS4 and PS5. Yes. yes. And then but you Game can also Pass... stream for your PC as well. Okay. All right. So it, that's actually good. Yeah. So it's not it's not that limited then. But yeah, Xbox is expanding even further than that. Outside of the series consoles, the the one consoles and the P the PC, they're also going mobile, tablets, and then we're right. we're hearing about the TV dongle that they want to come out with, so they <laughs> just plug crazy. it in. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So a couple of things. It, it well, are you, go are ahead. you done? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So a couple of things. So one to answer. Uh, it says here a, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. So it doesn't say limited. So based on this, I'm assuming all three generations you're able, you know, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PSP, you're able to download, uh, stream and or download. Okay. Based on this. Available, yeah, available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2. Yeah, so it looks like just with those three, you could download. And, and, this is uh, good. Yeah. This is good. That's that's a positive. That's good to play natively. So <clears throat> if they figured out, and this is where I, I think, honestly, I think they already figured out how to bring PS3 games natively to the system. I believe they already did, but they're choosing. So a couple of reasons. One, well, this is sort of my opinion here. They could figure out how to download natively, to run it natively, well, the emulator version of PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 games, and PSP on the PS5 and PS4. I know for a fact they could do the same thing with PS3. Um, I know there's different, obviously, technologies, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, If they figured out those three, Running natively on the console, I believe they could figure out how to do the the, the um the PS3. Uh, second reason, and I'm gonna quote you from this article. Or quote you, quote for you. Okay. Uh, this article. Thank you, sir. <laughs> from PSU, Sony announced the details of their new PlayStation Plus model, obviously, uh, which includes three subscription tiers. The final, uh, including a library of PlayStation Three, PSP, PS2, and PS1 games. But only PSP uh, PS3 games are available to stream only. The reason behind the PS3 games being available strictly over streaming is that the effort to emulate PS3 games is more involved due to the different hardware. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. Developers are already talking about this with developer uh Demistris. He goes by modern vision game uh, modern vintage. Uh, gaming or gamer okay. um, on YouTube. I, I remember in the show I brought him up a couple of times. Uh, love that man. He's awesome. But he currently works for uh, uh, Deep Dive Studios. Uh, so he, you know, the studio that brought Turok 2 remastered, Turok 1, etc. Um, yeah, and he did a tweet. And he said this, emulation of PS3 is absolutely possible on PS5 hardware. Sony has never been interested in investing the millions to make it happen, however. And then also you have this guy named Lance McDonald also uh, chimed in regarding the new service and the issue still pre- um, pre- prevalent? prevalent? I can't even read. Uh, with Sony's, prevalent, thank you. Uh, with Sony's uh, strategy towards backwards compatibility. 
And he said this, I can't get over Sony's announcing that they have a PS1 and PS2 emulator up and running on PS4 and PS5 hardware, but they're locking both behind a subscription fee and won't let you play discs you already own. Also, they still can't get PS3 emulator emulation on the PS5, and he did like a little emoji, like, you know. Um, now, the reason why I'm quoting this article particularly, we'll go down. It's worth mentioning that the community lead project, RCPS3, has been able, so yeah, it's community of modders pretty much, and um, RCPS3, uh, they were able to figure out PS3 emulation to the point where each game from the console's generation will boot up on a PC. Now, if a community of modders could figure it out, right, and they don't have the source code for Sony or whatever, if they could figure it out, I truly hands down know for a fact. And of course, this is technically my opinion, but I know for a fact. Sony. Your opinion is, a, you know for a fact. Yeah, the right opinion. <laughs> no, <please. laughs> no, but uh, I know for a fact the engineers that work at Sony, they could figure it out. I know they can. And again, I think the monitors, again, they're true evidence of that. Now, we do have stories where... Um, I, I, for example, I think there was this one modder, he, uh, he went through the GTA five models, for example, and he figured out how to cut the, sh- uh, the loading time short on PC. Yeah. Therefore, Rockstar is like, Hey, you know, I think they offered him a job and gave them 10 grand. That's so right. you, I do know st- there is stories actually. Yes. That modders were able to figure out then professional engineers working at the company. So, I, you know, yes, but I do believe this is not one of those scenarios. I truly believe that they already figured it out. They can do it. But because if they do that, they will lose a lot of money due to secondhand. Same thing with PlayStation 2. I say that because, again, also, uh, again, that also limited run games. I mean, like, I, I like how, again, like I, like I mentioned, they brought back the Jack and Dexter, right? Publishing deal with, uh, I'm not sure if it's Naughty Dog or Sony, but it's it's a PlayStation 2 version emulated on disc, but I guess the system recognizes it as a PS4 disc. That may, that may sound weird because it's, it's, it's a Blu-ray disc, but it's a PlayStation 2 version game on there. If they could do that, if they figured out how to do that, they could figure out the PS3. I, I truly believe that, in my opinion. Well, is what you said have. already and is what they mentioned in the article. It's... These oh, they don't want to invest millions into doing it. Yeah, first of all, it's the cost. It's the cost, and then secondly, is their willingness to figure it out. So, like these these group of people, you know, the modders for any modding community, whether it's just games or whether it's like hardware, like old retro consoles, or whether it's um any kind of software, or whether it's like for specific games, like any Bethesda game or whatever, like these modders, they're invested and they're willing to put in the time. Like the guy you brought up who was able to drastically reduce the load times for GTA, he was probably fed up with the load times. He's like, someone has to fix this. I'll do it myself. And he went in there and started working on it. Right. So for Sony, obviously there is no motivation for them to figure this out. 
on top of the cost because it will cost a lot for them to because these modders you know as i don't know what quality of the job they did usually they do a great job but under sony it has to go through a lot of qa it it does it does have to you know it it has to run pretty much as 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 smoothly as you can so it's gonna take a lot to you know pay the developers uh the quality assurance like to go through all the channels that it has to go through to to finally get this up and running and again as like you said what what's in it for them to figure this out to go through all that what's in it for them because at the end of the day they'll have a lot of goodwill a lot of goodwill people will see this as a great thing i see them very favorably but the thing is they already have a lot of goodwill people love playstation already because they've had a a huge momentum ps3 was kind of like their their dip you know they went through like a rough patch with ps3 yeah, yeah but with ps4 it just skyrocketed especially since that that um e3 presentation yeah. with mm-hmm. xbox and you know right before the, the release <laughs> yeah exactly like this is how you trade games yeah <laughs> thanks right, right, right. step one yeah just hand it over ever since that man it just skyrocketed and they're still riding that wave but now now they're actually having to to fight back a little bit you know it's like the wave is finally calming down but they they're yeah. still they're still seen favorably they still don't have to win anybody back you know so microsoft they're in the losing position. That's why they're doing all of these consumer friendly things. That's why they're doing like free X cloud or like X cloud added onto game pass. That's why they're doing backwards compatibility, free, free FPS boost, you know, game pass ultimate $1 for a month. Like they, they, they're, they're fighting back. They're in the defense right now, but yeah, I don't know if this is going to, I don't know. I, I do you think this is going to be a success? You think we're going to see like the numbers climbing? You think we're going to hear them announce like, "Hey, t- t- oh, that's another question too," because there's already PlayStation Plus subscribers, and a lot. Just like there's a lot of gold subscribers, oh, but they're, they're not Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, right? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of. There's a lot of people who pay for gold, like yes. millions and millions, like probably double, maybe even triple the amount of Game Pass Ultimate subscribers. But PlayStation, they have PlayStation Plus, which is their gold. And there's already millions of people on that. So when they merge it, the numbers yeah, think- are the, the numbers are going to look really good for them. Like this is going to look like... Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so they're going to say, we have... 50 million subscribers on PlayStation Plus. You know, right. like you don't know what tier. I don't know how they're going to yeah. be announced. They'll probably that. leave that out, but I'm sure, hands down, the biggest tier will be the essential. Yeah, tier, essential. Honestly. Yeah, first one. Um, yeah. So, uh, to answer your question, though, uh, I mean, one, I would be, ha- I would have been happy, no lie. Okay, they're not doing it natively. We could pop the disc in. I would just be happy if they charged, uh, if they were, they gave the option that you could subscribe to the service or you know, buy the PS3, yeah, yeah, PS3 games, or give you the option to buy it like they've been doing for the past two generations, yes, uh, on PS3 and PS4. 
Because I wouldn't mind paying if it's twenty bucks, ten dollars for uh, Resistance Three again and play it on the PS Five. I would have loved that. But the fact that it's stream only, and I know they could like because that's what I'm thinking too. Like they wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been doing this for two generations if there was no money in it. They did on the PS Three. They brought PS One titles, PS Two titles on the PS Three, PSP, whatever. And in the PS4, they did PS2 uh, titles. I'm not sure about PS1. I, I don't. I don't think so. But you know, but with this though, it, it technically is now on PS4. PS1 titles of PSP, and they figured out with those. You know, I I don't. It, it sucks. And now they're not allowing you to you could buy PS2 titles on the PS5, the ones that are up there, but the additional you won't be. And that is so. That's just so lame. Because they, they, I think, you know, <clears throat> I understand. They, I think they did that purposely to draw subscribers, obviously. That's why they did that. But they could, I believe they if they did that as an option, you could either sign up for the service or you could buy the games. They, I see There's so much money in that. I don't know why they're not doing that. And and same thing, that's why I think, like, that's why I think. Well, yeah, they charge well the according to them, if they can't figure out how to make it run natively on PS5, then they'll just be selling you access to the cloud version of the game, which is terrible. Which is Nintendo does that. I don't know. Right. Who's, I don't know who's buying these. Oh no, yeah, but, but I'm saying who's <laughs> buying. But, no, but what I'm saying, well, definitely the average consumer, mothers that oh, let me my son Timmy, and they don't things. know exactly uninformed no, but, consumer. But that, that's what I'm saying, though. I, I think I, I truly believe they can. I truly believe they know how they can, but they're choosing not to. Because keeping it stream only, and the only way to stream it is through the service. That's where they want you to, to go to is the service. I have no idea. But then again, why wouldn't they sell it? That's yeah, true. They, if they sell yeah. it, that's more money for them. A lot. People will definitely yeah. buy those games again. Yeah, and then why not? Why aren't they doing that? Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. But I'm just upset with them. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very disappointed. You know. Because like, like you said, or like we discussed, it's this could have been it. This this could have been, again, Microsoft got that day one uh, first party. Sony could have been like, man, just pay for this and you could play natively and stream. PlayStation 1, PSP, PS2, PS3. This could have been like, wow, like a like a, a shotgun blow of an announcement yeah. today. You know what I'm saying? But when I read those things, man, I was just like, oh, like it's it, it feels like a misstep. It feels like a misstep, or if it, it feels like, like oh man, like, let's scramble for an idea. Like okay, we're gonna do this. Okay, we could do this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it feels like to me. It feels, it, it, the plan doesn't feel fully flushed out for them. I think they merely like man, we gotta respond to Game Pass somehow or, or offer, uh, um, you know, again, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like uh. uh a less commitment way for consumers to play PS4 and PS5 games. And they could have made it into something much more than that. And that bothers me a lot, you know? And don't get me wrong. I am grateful that you could at least, with the new edition, like they announced there's going to be more, you know, one, PS1 games and PSP games on the PS5. That's awesome. That's new. That's a new feature coming to uh, to the PlayStation 5. So technically on the PS5, is no longer just backwards compatible PS5 and PS4. You're now able to natively play PS1, 
PS2, PSP, PS4, yes. and PS5 game. You know, it's awesome. So it's technically, is that five? I, I forgot how to consoles. Come. Yeah, it's five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or or it's backwards compatible with four. Right. Yeah. Generations. It's, yeah, it's backwards compatible against four uh, generations. That's awesome. So it's amazing to see that, but it just sucks that they locked it behind a service. That is totally to me anti-consumer. Why not just sell it? You know. So. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. I had Nintendo online for a year. I think it was during that sale. And it was nice to play the the SNES and the NES classic games that were on there. Right, right. But it does feel strange that as soon as I'm done paying, is is done. You, you know, like these are old games. They're old games. But it's weird because these subscription services, they're being compared to the TV and movie services. You know, it's always like Game Passes and Netflix of games. You know, they're, and they're compared to that. And right. we don't have to compare the two, but yeah, on on that end, like on Netflix and HBO Max, you can't buy those movies unless you're like on Amazon, Amazon Prime or whatever. But yeah, you can't buy the movies on Netflix. You just always have to pay. Yeah, and, and exactly. That, and that's just not something that we're used to in the in the game side of things. You know, we're used to playing these older games and having them. And this this always circles back to the conversation of game pres- preservation, right? Yes. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if we would have seen this as a better, as a better service if Game Pass didn't come out so strong out the gate. Right. You know, because we see what the potential is. We see that you can have day and date, first party releases, day and date, third party releases, all downloadable. All the games on there are downloadable. All the games on there are streamable. All the games are there are, are cross save. You can pick up on your phone or your, your PC. It's mm-hmm. it, it's really good. It's really good. And and I'm just wondering now, like let's say Game Pass was the third service to come out like outside of Nintendo online and PlayStation plus would we have seen this more favorably? Like, is this something we could have gotten used to because right now it's, it's a little disappointing. It really is. Well, it's not little for me. It's disappointing. Yeah, (laughs) As a PS five owner, you own a PS five. Yeah. Yeah. I love the PS five, but it's disappointing because I would love to see native support for PS3. And then even then, just even uh, I know that's that's tough because then again, it goes through, I don't know, the PS2 games, I was going to say natively, pop the disc in. But of course, they will have to do. I way. feel like we do sound a little disappointed right now, Carl. I feel like we're kind of like accepting the reality. Yeah, I'm like over here crying. <laughs> it's a good service. And I'm just crying inside. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, uh, did hmm. they talk about anything of third-party games? I know there's going to be no day-and-date games. No day-one games. I know that. But Oh, that's what you meant. I was like, wait, what do you mean day-and-date? Okay, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, third-party games? Well, are they talking about, like, adding games over time? Like, slow? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah. I think I think what, uh, with the second post, like, to start out with this service, 
they're starting out with 400 PS, you know, most enjoyable PS4, PS5. It will continue to grow. Um, to start out, but yeah, I think I've read that too. And and third party publishers as well, like they could. Oh, just probably be on a longer cycle, maybe a year. I don't know. Yeah, but I think we're not going to see like third party day one release. Maybe that's what I'm curious about. But remember, I think Shadow Warrior Three was confirmed for PlayStation Now. Uh, Oh yeah, day day one release. That's right. Oh, so you're right. So it could be that a third party they could release a day one on the service. But first party, we ain't going to see that. Yeah. If they want to compete on that front, then personally, I prefer that. Because I don't like the timed exclusivity. I don't like when Xbox or PlayStation has a game for a year or, you know, half a year, three months. That sucks. Yeah, like Deathloop. At least it's coming this September, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll finally get to play our own Bethesda, Bethesda yeah. made uh, game. But you know what? I I do like, like the example with MLB the Show. It's it's a PlayStation Studio game, but it's coming day one on Game Pass. But wow. on, on PlayStation, you can still get it day one. You just got to pay seventy dollars. But I think I think that's fine because you're not holding it away from them for a year or anything. You right. just get a day one on Game Pass. Right. So yeah, if, yeah. so if uh, if Sony manages deals like that, like let's say, I can't think of a game right now. Let's say, uh, oh, that's a good point. I get what you're saying. You, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope that changes the their their mindset and that changes the competition. I hope they go for third party games and instead of holding exclusive, they just say, oh yeah, you can play it over there, but. You could play it on PlayStation Plus day one, and all you got to do is pay twelve bucks or whatever. The, what's the yeah. second tier? Twelve. Or if you're already subscribed, yeah, it was uh well ten dollars, fifteen. Oh okay. Um, and then uh eighteen. All right, so let's say at fifteen or whatever, they you yeah. can even they can even do the ten dollars tier if they want, and I think yeah. that's, that's that, a lot that, better. Be cool. yeah. yeah, that is. If they yeah. do that, that's cool. That that is cool, because uh. You know, we might really see that because, you know, Shadow Warrior 3 wasn't the only one. Uh, before that, we had the Virtual Fighter 5 remake um, mm-hmm. that was exclusively offered through PlayStation Plus. Okay. Day one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And it was other games too. But, yeah. <laughs> and so, so, overall, question for you. Okay. Do you believe that... With enough backlash, backlash, excuse me, from the community about this PS3 thing, do you think we, Jim Ryan will budge on that? Do you think that he could change that with enough backlash? What do you think about that? That's hard to say. They have budged on a lot of things because the yes. backlash was strong. The, like the C-bomb it, issue. Yeah, that's one. The one that came to mind for me was the eShop. I'm not their their uh, you know PlayStation <laughs> Store on uh, okay. <laughs> not the eShop. Nintendo's doing that. I'm still praying for that. Yeah, yeah. Not there. But you know they they backpedaled on that for the Vita. You know, closing the Vita store. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember that's those? a good point. Yeah. Yes. So I think it is possible. It is. But 
I don't know how angry people are about this. I think they're more disappointed. And that's not enough rage, you know, for people to get online. Because when, when they were closing down the store, for the like the Vita store, everyone was asking, like, why? This is so soon. What's the point? Blah, blah, blah. Like, all the talk was around that. The talk that I'm seeing around the PS3 streaming thing is more like, oh, really? Like, they're, they're still doing it like that? That sucks. You know, it's like people are accepting it, but, like, so disappointed about it. But... But then it also more disappointment. Oh yeah, like yeah, like anger. Yeah, like come on, like stream only. Yeah, like (laughs) because again, because again, we're not going to see this from the general audience. Kind of, I think it could get to that point. But yeah, uh, you know, we are seeing gamers like Modest Fencer. I mean, he's a game developer, but before that, he's he's just a major gamer. Uh, Spawn Wave, you know, we do see. You know, it goes back to that uh, community of modders where they got the ps3 emulator up and running on pc i think people are going to literally going to look at that and be like all right sony why you can't figure out your own technology here you know yeah, what they mean? have a, I truly... a very capable machine that it can run exactly on. there's no excuse exactly yeah exactly so again i think it's going to point back to that because i think they're going to use it as excuse i think i think honestly it's it's going to be one of those things where you know on the um and uh, the Epic versus Apple court case. Yeah. Uh, remember, there was a lot of dirt that came out of the industry yeah. where Sony made a deal and uh, they want to look like the good guys. So they said this. Remember all that behind the scenes yeah. talk? Uh, we'll cross play and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we budge in. You know, really, they there was a deal or something. Um, I think that same thing is going to be played here. I honestly believe that. I believe that their excuse or their scapegoat is going to be, well, the PS3 was a different technology. It's hard to figure out. And people are going to be, oh, okay, we understand, I guess. So streaming is the only way for PS3. No, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's been their scapegoat for a long time now. They've been using that on the PS4 as well, when the PS Now was on the on PS4. Right. Right. But it's weird because, you know, if, if we're following the logic of their them holding it back purposely... Why would they choose PS3? I know people are very fond of PS3, and that was a that was a good generation for everybody. Everybody loved the 360 PS3 era. There was a lot of good games there, but I feel like they could really they could have chosen any one. I don't know why PS3 specifically. I feel like there is it, it's got to be like they have no motivation to do it, and also maybe a little bit of. Uh, of uh no they don't have the tech the technical know-how maybe they do have to hire these modders or whatever but i guess what i'm saying is let's say they did purposely want to hold back a generation of games to only be streamable why the ps3 why not the ps2 why not the ps1 why not even ps4 even though that would that would have been harder to lie about you know because ps4 is very Right. It's very. It could seamlessly be played backwards compatible on <laughs> PS5, but I don't know. But but you Two did you you mentioned those those guys. They're pretty credible, saying like, "Hey, yeah, it's possible to do this. It is possible to do this." But yeah, go ahead. I don't. Know. So the direction that Jim Ryan, which is another reason why I don't like him. Hey man, not as the not the person. I, I'm not saying the person. I'm talking about his role in the company. They need to replace him. 
<laughs> that, that's my opinion. I, I don't like the direction that he's taking Sony because also uh, there we've seen it, especially with the recent controversy of Grand Tamizo 7, uh, a popular uh, Sony IP, I would say. Very popular, well-known. It was their biggest for a long time until... Yeah, even for the PlayStation 1. Grand Turismo was an outstanding uh, you know, racing simulator game. And the direction that they want to take, you know, they got nine more games to come out that are live service. So my opinion is, you know, where their focus is on that, where uh, on ways they could come. I mean, it's obvious they're focusing on ways to so they could keep on generating income and milking a game, so to speak. You know, uh, We've seen that with Gran Turismo and they have other live services coming so they could constantly have a revenue for just one from one game and the service, obviously. Subscription service, it's constant revenue that they could be generating. If they were to bring back the PS3, my guess, and again, this is my opinion, yeah, everyone would love it. Somebody would buy it one time, but those are games or hundreds of games that they can't constantly generate revenue from. And I know it's sort of goes the conspiracy side because... But if they lock it only to the streaming service, which they are, you know, the games themselves are not live service, but obviously every month somebody has to pay to access those games. So, yeah, they could bring it back backwards compatible. And on PlayStation 2, there's not a lot of games on PS2, uh, on, on the PlayStation 4 store. Um, there's only 50, I think, right now. 50 games um, that you could buy on the PlayStation 4 and play them um you, you know you pay for once that's it you own it digitally um but again they're not you know they brought those 50 games ported over to the ps5 uh where, where it runs the ps4 version through backwards compatibility but they're adding more but they're locking it behind the service so that's a way of them constantly generating revenue from older gen games you, you know what i'm saying hopefully uh the the I'm trying to. I, I I see the pattern, so to speak, and this is my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. So, and the second reason is the PlayStation Three had a lot of PlayStation Three. The multiplayer was free. So if somebody doesn't have PlayStation Plus, let's say they chose to not even buy the essential one, technically, unless they lock the access to even if you own the disc or something or you know behind PlayStation Plus, you could technically play hundreds of PS3 games for free. Like multiplayer <laughs> yeah. free. That's no. Amazing. Yeah. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So I think that could possibly be another reason. I know that's a far stretch, but I don't know. I'm sticking to it. Those that's are my two reasons. I forgot about that. Yeah. I think they it, let's say they did allow you to play it off the disc, they would still make you pay for <laughs> plus to play online yeah I really you, yeah i think you would have no access to online <laughs> yeah I, was, uh, I think it'll be registered as a free-to-play thing like fortnite you could play oh interesting. Only plus. interesting yeah 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 so yeah. i think it'll be like that man but that, that would be hundreds of games exactly be free like people would they'll be having a, a ball over there on, on ps5 just having a great time <laughs> <laughs> Wow, they'll make exactly. so many gamers happy. <laughs> so, they don't want that. Yeah, I, I, dude, I personally wouldn't be in a rush to resubscribe to PlayStation Plus. I would just, yeah, play Resistance Three, for what? yeah, for yeah. <laughs> and freaking Resistance Two multiplayer and all these other games, Kill Zone, 
uh, yeah. two and three. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that that that's those are my two reasons. And uh, yo, so Jim Ryan is greedy. Yo. He, he's he's thinking like a businessman. Businessman. I mean, no sense. <laughs> he's thinking like a businessman, right? And not, you know, what does the gamers want? You know. So you're right. Going back to what you said about Sean Layden, about the indie game that he chose. I missed that, man. During that era, that was their their uh, bread and butter. You know, they make AAA high-quality games. We all know that. Sony's very good at that. And he said, I don't remember the exact quote, but, you know, basically he was saying that this was his favorite game, although it wasn't, it didn't get all this attention or popularity. And it wasn't as critically acclaimed as whatever whatever other game was out at the time, like Last right. of Us or Uncharted 4, whatever was out at the time. But during that time, you know, their focus was always the quality of the game. It's always, always the quality of the game. But now, as time goes on, they had to raise the prices, right, for each game, now 70 bucks. And depending on who you talk to, people would say that's expensive or some people would say that's still too cheap. Because from the time that games got bumped up from 50 to $60, so around the you know 360 PS3 era, it didn't raise in price all the way until now. It, it even skipped a whole... It, it continued for another generation. <clears throat> and, it, and it's just now being raised to $70. So it just now caught up with inflation, pretty much the 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 price of a dollar now, the the value of a dollar. Yes. So now they are looking. I feel like under Jim Ryan, I don't know how Sean Layden would have handled this. I don't know what his plan would have been, <laughs> but Jim Ryan is definitely with the announcement of we have ten live service games in the making. They're definitely thinking of we need that recurring money, just like you've been mentioning. We need that recurring. Point. Uh, money that we don't have to we don't have to count on just one game every five years from one studio that we have to pay anywhere from 150 million to 200 million to produce over the course of time but if they make one game one live service game that's a hit those microtransactions they they pay for themselves like they they pay for you know, hand over fist, they, they're paying for all the expenses. And then at that point, it's easy money. Right. It's easy right. money at that point. Look at GTA, you know. Oh, almost threw up. That's easy money. Yeah. They were done with that game 10 years ago, and it's still bringing in millions of dollars. So, and then there's subscription service, disgusting. Oh. So, yeah, and it's funny you brought up Grand Turismo 07 because that's a that's a big mess right now. But yeah. But yeah. I, it's weird because now I'm going back to the original question of is is this a competitor to Game Pass? I say it's a definite yes. Definite yes. Because there's no reason for them to do this without Game Pass existing. But they're just not doing anything that can compete on the level of Game Pass right now. Except for a really strong back catalog, which is great. But once Microsoft, but they failed. 
<laughs> yeah, they that was a half step. That was the other half step. They're like, yeah, you can play our old games, but one generation can only be streamed. And then the other ones, you know, they're all behind a paywall. But the competition is going to get even more fierce once Microsoft actually has like the heavy hitters on there. Like once they get their heavy hitters. Tired of waiting. (laughs) Ron was there, buddy. Ron was was there. (laughs) But yeah, once Starfield is on there, right? Once uh, Hellblade 2 is on there. Once Fable, the new Fable's on there. Once Oof. Elder Scrolls Six is on there, like then is it starts getting really enticing. But yeah, it's gonna be crazy. But right now, I don't know, man. Uh, one thing going back too, because I understand games are expensive to make. Um, but one, I mean, if they're using engines like Unreal Engine Five and Four, those those engines are for free. But understand the production, paying the developers. Yes. And well, they take a cut. Unreal will take a cut. Right. Oh, Unreal Engine 5? Yeah, of the sales. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for educating me on that. Yeah. Because I know 4, and I think it was free. It was a free tool, I do believe. They're all free. And if you're like an indie developer, if you sell under a certain amount of units, I think you get mm-hmm. all the profits. I don't know how much of this has changed, but if you're a bigger studio, triple A studio, you know, like we know all the studios that are using it now, like uh CD project red announcer, they're using yeah, Unreal now. Make a switch. Yeah. And we know Ninja crazy. theory. We know the coalition, like a lot of Xbox studios are using unreal engine five. Yeah. The, they're going to get a cut from, from the sales that those games make. And I'm not sure oh. of the percentage. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, but, but still, that's crazy though. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I guess you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I was gonna say like, because you brought up a good point, inflation, but I will also say too like, you know, more people than ever are into gaming than ever before. When the pandemic hit back in twenty twenty, um, you had a large boost of people turning into games turning to games when the lockdowns were happening. And I'm not talking about, I think it was like, like over 50, right? I, I did a podcast episode about of how many uh, digital games sold compared to the physical, but right. Yeah. Uh, there was, but the, the audience, the size of the audience increased dramatically. And um, I feel like even if they didn't do the live services and stuff, PlayStation again, would still make mad money. Again, I, I just, I don't know. I, they, they are, yeah, you made a lot of good points. I was just like, man, I, don't know, I still feel like Jim Ryan is this anti-consumer in a way, you know, not, <laughs> no, not fully. I, I agree yeah. with you. I think they still, I think their formula works still. Yeah. I, I think they could have kept on doing what they're doing for a long time. But the problem is if they don't start now, they'll be left in the dust. So like, you get it. So like Xbox right now, they're building. Right, they're building. They've been buying up studios. They've oh, they built an up, empire, right? Yeah, they, yeah over exactly. twenty something million. They have an army, right? Yeah, <laughs> an army of developers. And before they before they start losing too much of a lead, they have to establish their service. As as disappointing okay. as it is, because let's say right. they didn't. Let's say they didn't do this and they didn't do PlayStation now. Right now, they're good. Like. 
Horizon uh, Forbidden West is selling really well and is really well reviewed. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, you know that's going to be amazing. It's going to sell well, really well. It's going to be really good. Yeah. And then whatever's coming up next, like Ghost of Tsushima, I don't know if that's confirmed for a sequel, but if the sequel comes out, that's going to be amazing. Uh, Naughty Dog, we're still waiting on factions to come out. I don't, but that's going to be probably the their live service. We'll see. Right. But, but what do you think about Last of Us remake? <laughs> you think that's going to sell? Probably. I don't, that's like a whole other topic. I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. regardless, regardless of that, they could keep with their formula. Just make really high quality games, and those are going to sell units like ten million, fifteen million, twenty million, and it's going to be amazing. Especially at seventy dollars, they're 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 going to be good. They'll be set. But again, once Xbox starts catching up with that, like once people start seeing, wait, Elder Scrolls Six Day One on Game Pass, what Hellblade? That's looking awesome. Uh, and then uh, a Plague's Tale Requiem Day One. What? And then once you start seeing those, Avowed, yeah, State of the K Three, Out of World Two, Out of World Two, yeah, these are. You know, once it starts building up like that, and then once you know, and then once they're released, they're on there. Then people are gonna start looking like, wait, Halo Infinite's on there, Forza Horizons on there, like uh, Psychonauts is on. There's a lot of games here that I could just catch up on. Yeah. So once they start getting to like 30 million, 40 million, then it's it's too late for PlayStation at that point to say like, all right, we got to start our own thing now. Oh, now now let's build yeah. something. No, that's <laughs> right, that's too late. They're they're losing ground already. They've lost too much. So right now, this is probably their foundation. You know, this is their starting point. And then just like Jim Ryan said, maybe the only thing that could push them is Microsoft to to make the choice of like, all right, you know what? We got to do day one release. So God of War 3, day one release. You know, something like that. Yeah. I I doubt that, man. I doubt that. But you don't think it'll ever get to that point? No, I think it will. But like what you said at the beginning of this podcast, um, podcast. I mean, uh, it's when they are like at twenty million subscribers, they will be. Yeah, like, they have to hit a right, good number. Now we could do. Yeah, exactly. Right now, now nah, they're losing money. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that's what I think. Yeah, but man, I hope Microsoft could be like, yo, we'll send you engineers to figure out this PS3. <laughs> why, why would they do that? that? <laughs> why would they do that? Well, they're nice. Remember, uh, you know, they, they, uh, man, didn't they have, well, they're working along. Oh yeah. Well, I, Azure. What? Wait a second. Wait, was there a report like last year, uh, about Microsoft and Sony working together to build a new, they work together with the Azure servers, the cloud streaming. That's, that's yeah. Microsoft's, uh, that's Microsoft's thing. The Azure servers oh okay okay and yeah, then yeah. yeah i don't know if this was just recently or whatever but yeah they are working together on that yeah. right right yeah and then i'm also thinking about you know microsoft has worked with nintendo i mean bringing their characters to the playstation uh, super smash brothers banjo kazooie yeah and, uh, but it's only but it's only Switch. one way though you know we haven't gotten anything from nintendo 
Yeah, I can't wait to see like Legend of Zelda on Xbox. They will buy me achievements. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to uh, see Breath of the Wild two on Xbox. And 4K. Yeah, yeah, word. 4K first of all. 4K 120p. Oh my goodness, Mario Party on Xbox. Yeah, I'll be something. But my point is though, Microsoft has been like, you know, in the past we've seen with those examples like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll partner with you and you know do this or whatever. And I think even um the before bethesda was even bought i know they had a relationship but didn't um what's that dude's name from fallout the director howard stork is his name oh which like one? you know he always he always does the presentation for like fallout like uh oh, Todd you know, fallout yeah thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah he was like man after the failure of well when fallout 76 was yeah i know you at mean. his lowest yeah he called phil spencer and stuff yeah, yeah. that's what i think I, I think you know microsoft because yeah you know, like sony you got to make this happen. I own a PlayStation. I want you to put PS3 backwards compatibility natively on and we'll send you engineers to help. I think they can. They definitely can for sure. But I think they're going to want to get something out of it because that's a lot. Oh, of, I'm sure. That's a lot of work and manpower that they'll just do for <laughs> free. <laughs> like, what would they get out of it? No, but I think to show off though, Phil Spencer, like, you know, we could do this for you. You know, like, yeah. like, wink, you know, and don't worry. You have to pay us nothing, all right? So that's a favor. How about uh, an IOU? I, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to it later, though. Exactly, exactly. It just yeah. winks at them and just shakes yeah. all their heads. Yeah, yeah, word. I believe that, you know? That could happen. Later <laughs> down the road, they're like, all right, remember when we helped you with the PS3? <laughs> all right, exactly. well, we want to put PlayStation Plus inside of Game Pass. <laughs> Let's make it happen <laughs> for the same price. <laughs> or you remember that favor we did back then? Well, you know, I was looking at our catalog. Is Microsoft talking? Uh, we want to put Cradles right next to Master Chief in our next <laughs> game. So, uh, you know, this is our favorites being called yeah, right yeah. now. What do you say? You know, no, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy the time that. We're making another Killer Instinct, yeah. and uh, we, we want a <laughs> guest fighter of... on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be, yo, dude, that'll be dope. What's Cradle doing that'll these days? Yeah. Yeah, what, what is that, uh, that, that, that hot chick on Aloy? No, <laughs> What's she up to? No. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I love it. No, but um, yeah, so before we, we wrap up the show, is there any other comments or any other questions you want to ask related to the topic of Sony and their failed, I mean, their PlayStation uh, Plus, you know, their new <laughs> you're, you're already calling games. it, huh? No, I'm <laughs> disappointed. Like. I, I don't know what else to say. I think we spoke about, I think we spoke about most of it. I just, um, yeah. you know what? I really hope that this is just the beginning and they could start. Well, I'm sure. I, I hope they, it starts getting a lot better. And they could start putting the pressure on Microsoft because this was my hope bef- before knowing any details. When they said Sony's working on a Game Pass killer or a Game Pass competitor or whatever, I was like, perfect. Yes, I hope they do something better than Microsoft is doing because if they do, then they have to compete. Then Microsoft has to say, oh, you know what? They're They're doing this, then yeah, we're going to do it better over here. You know, they they have to have that tug of war. But that kind of goes against what I'm saying right now because Microsoft, 
you know, they they threw the first punch. They said day one games, all downloadable. And then Sony came out and said, no day one games. <laughs> and backwards compatibility <laughs> yeah. all behind a paywall. So I don't know. But I guess my final thought is I hope they, I hope this is uh, just their foundation and it keeps getting better from here. So you, do you think when Sony or if Sony ever announces day one releases on the service, you think that will be the major selling point of service besides the backwards compatibility? That's a good question. I don't know if that's the, I don't know if it's a major selling point, but I know it would be a huge, uh, yeah, it'll be a huge uh, benefit that that people would see imagine you get to play the next god of war 3 day one for ten dollars or whatever that's a big deal yeah that's a big deal that is that is that is but yeah Yeah. it's weird because there's only one it's only one of the perks right one of the perks is day one releases i don't know if it's the biggest most important one i really don't know but it's the one that gets a lot of attention, you know, especially with, with Microsoft's E3 presentation, where at the end of every game, they were able to say, play day one. Yeah, we get that. hyped for that. Ooh, yeah. yeah, the way it went. said <laughs> Stalker 2? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that did. Dude. In the base, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my like, gosh. That was exciting. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Oh, man. I was yeah. screaming when uh, Stalker 2. <laughs> remember that. Yeah. When it said day one, we'll get, I'm like, oh! I, I remember that day, dude. I've been waiting for that game for years, and hope this war is over soon. But because yeah. I wanted to finish it, well, if one, I, I pray that they're safe. Obviously, yeah, you know. But but you know, I, I want to see that game release. Yeah, you know, it's like it's weird. It's like it's always it's like a curse or something. Like something happens to where this game just gets delayed. It's been delayed, I do believe, for almost twenty years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. The first one came out early two thousand four, wow. I think, and Wow. Yeah, and we haven't had a sequel since. You know, I think Call for there's another one, Call for something, but I think it was like an it was like its own game, but it was sort of like an extension to uh it, it was sort of like a Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's not a full game, okay. right? But it's you. it's a extension sort it's of enough. speak to Spider-Man. It's 1. enough. It's like a Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's another and, part of the story but not a full yes. next chapter right? exactly yeah. yes okay. exactly and yeah so i'm waiting for stalker 2 to come out but that's great and and um any other thoughts on the subject no that's it Just, uh yeah what do you think what do you think would have been yeah well i guess we kind of went over it but what do you what could they yeah, have done so, better besides? Because we know they're not doing day one, and they never wanted to do day one. Even when I expect, yeah, even when it leaked, even when it leaked, we knew they were not interested in that. Yeah, I, I didn't expect. I didn't even go in expecting that at all. I, like my mind was set was that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I literally thought that they're doing that. I'm like, okay, they're obviously gonna have to um, do something with their legacy. You know, but that's definitely. Gonna be but a how about part. this? Let's say the PS3 games, the entire catalog was downloadable. Would that have been a game changer for this announcement? Uh, uh, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. E- e- I think li- even if it was locked behind the the subscription service, that would have been fine. Well, all right, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, again, that would have been a half step, but because I still think what they're doing with the PlayStation Two and PS One is a half step. It's cool that we're getting additional and we get to download it, right? But it's a half step because it's locked to the service. You can't buy them. So I think that the PS3 would definitely be on the same boat as that right now. To me, I'm excited we're getting more PS1, PS2, and even PSPs for the first time on a uh, uh, PS5 with the exception of PS2. Um, but yeah, it feels like a half step because it's locked behind the service. So I would feel the same exact way for the PS3, but I don't know, but but I would I would I would definitely feel less so much less disappointed if they said PS3 can now be played natively on the system. Downloading. Can't put the disc in, uh, but through our service you can play it natively. Because to me it's like making it only available to stream. I mean, I have great internet connection. Praise God, I have a, a gigabyte service, you know, praise the Lord. You know, so you know, latency shouldn't be a problem, but then I also I haven't really experienced PlayStation now, so I don't know how good their tech is, but based on reviews and other stuff, uh, you know, I heard it's not great. Like, it's not the best, you know? And then I also heard the same thing with Google Stadia. People complained that latency was so bad, but yet you came over to my house, you played the Google Stadia game, it felt like we were playing on the console. But yet I, I see the uh, a major segment of the audience, they were complaining of how the latency was just so bad. But for me, I never had latency issues on the Google Stadia. Um, so with that being said, it's for me because it's all oh, stream only. I feel like, man, what's the whole point of just including this in the service at all? Just take it off. Wow. You know, like it's like that. That's how strongly you yeah. feel. I, I feel about that because again, I, I, I would love to visit resistance three resistance, you know, the resistance, uh, trilogy actually, um, infamous one and two, uh, you know, etc. cetera, their, their iconic, uh, Sly Cooper legacy, because they have uh, 1, 2, and 3 remastered on the PS3, and then Part 4 that came out natively on the PS3. Um, I would have loved to experience that without any latency, you know? It's 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 weird. It's, it's I don't... It feels weird because obviously they're locked behind the service, um, but what, that, it was, how should I say? For a subscription service, it's a little difficult for me to be this is personally for me feel dedicated on being in a game that i don't own and but what i liked about what i love about xbox game pass you know you can play access these games in addition to buying them on their 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 store or if you have the game put it in you know i own these games and it just makes me and also play them as well as better than ever before so that's another thing that um, I'm really curious about because, and I, I think that we're not, I'm not expecting that either. Like for example, Black um, and, and uh, uh, Jade of Empire, I think it's called, is an Xbox, or original Xbox exclusive. You can play those games at 4K resolution and, you know, auto HDR, right? You can play them never ever before. So they, they were never, when those games were made, that technology did not exist. So it's crazy to experience those games you know, like never before HDR and at 4k sharp resolution. Sony, my question is, is there going to be any, which I doubt it because they've been doing this for two generations. Now they still haven't done it. 
Uh, well, except for PS4 games, like you know, there's, there's a list. But for example, games like Medieval um, had an unlocked frame rate. Playing on PS5, you could play at a native 60 frames. PlayStation, uh, so uh, Killzone, uh, Shadowfall, you could play at 60 frames. Where the PS4, it was unlocked frame rate, it fluctuated. Uh, so don't worry, it's just game boost, in other words. Um, but I'm curious to see with the PlayStation One, PSP, PS2 games, are we going to see any sort of game boost for them? You know, for those titles, I are we going to see them? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I doubt it. I think I'm, you know, that's another thing. They didn't touch on anything like that. But that's what I love about Microsoft is that not only we have the ability to play our already owned games and access these games easier than ever before, but we get to play them than ever be you know better than ever before better than what we imagined you know what i'm saying yeah. and sony lacks that makes me want to cry <laughs> you know it just makes me want to cry now um so yeah i, I do want to say though you already know i'm a big fan of streaming and i want streaming to get better i want okay, it to, yeah. like <laughs> that's that's where that's the future that i like like i always want disc to be around i want the downloadable to be around but i do like that avenue of streaming it just needs to be more reliable right now it's very inconsistent as you were saying depending from location to location and device and all that and internet so i do want to see a future where it's very reliable and you could just start up a game and not have to worry about like is it going to work or is there is there going to be latency so i am rooting for that i am rooting for streaming to get much better but as of right now, is not there yet. It's not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what people's experience is with PlayStation now and playing these PS3 games because I, I've tried cloud streaming. I've tried Stadia. Stadia was really good. I've had good experiences with uh, Xbox Cloud and also some not so good experiences either. But as good as it is, I don't want to play a full game streaming i don't want to play it from beginning to oh, end okay. not not just yet right now i just want to try it i like the idea on xbox you could stream it real quick just to try the game see if you like it and then you download it i love that mm-hmm. i love that idea it's almost like a demo that we didn't mention that demos the demos oh yeah are, time trials yeah time trials but the but yeah and, and, also, and also you know what's a huge benefit like the the microsoft rewards points Remember how I got Rico? Like, just yeah. with those points? He legit got it free. Yeah. yeah. And it was like $10. Yeah. And then, you know how there's quests, like the rewards quests that you got to do? And that's why we, like, uh, when I went to the bathroom, you were, you were playing Rainbow Six for me so that you, could, <laughs> yeah. right? Dude, you could do that now. Whenever it tells you, like, play one match of, of this game or whatever, all you got to do is stream it. You don't have to download it. You stream it, load it up. Once it's in the menu, you can back out, and then it'll just say like you played the game. I forgot about that. I've been using yeah. that. It's a huge benefit. It, if it tells you like try this game, just like play this game, I just go to the cloud. I I, I wow. you know it streams it. I don't have to download it, and then boom, it counts. So, yeah, basically, I, I like it for it. I like it for demo. I like to try out a game, mm. and then if I like it, I want to download it. But, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't want to play a game from all the way from the beginning to end streaming. I don't know about that. I don't know if I trust it to do that. Nah. Because I tried out uh Just Cause 4 uh on my Series X, and again I have great internet. And, yeah, that joint was pixelated. I-, I thought I was 
I thought I was playing uh, Pac-Man, the Just Cause edition. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was just so pixelated. <laughs> it was bad. It was look, it looked blurry. And I know it's a visual stunning game natively, but streamed, it was, it was bad, dude. Yeah. I thought I was shooting a, a yeah, a gun from Minecraft. That's how bad it looked. <laughs> it was so bad. You thought you loaded up it. Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, just exactly. Mods on yeah. it, the Just Cause mods. Yeah, yeah like, like I was playing the Just Cause uh, skin. Yeah, pack the texture. You know pack. what I'm saying on Minecraft. Exactly. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. I was like, man, I I can't imagine playing games that I own on a PS3, beloved titles, and it looks like that throughout the stream. Yeah. Well, again, I have better internet than what I did, but I still had great internet back then. But still, it could happen. You know, like you don't know at any on... time when it's gonna get a little blurry. Like it could start good, but then maybe some scenes will be blurry. You know, so yeah, get pixelated. Yeah, I don't know. And I know this is like, yeah, I use the example so many times, but Resistance Three, like shooting the actual monster, but they're like big blocks. I don't, I don't want. Yeah, that. you know, I want, I want to see the game how it originally made. No, but uh, that's cool. You know, that's, you know, it's it's. I'm disappointed overall. Um, uh, I am glad that this exists because they can, like you said, improve upon it if they're not ignorant too. You know, and um, again, hopefully, man, they they hopefully they make those PS2 games, PS1, PSP able to buy. I really hope we see that as well. I hope there's a big outcry for that. I think that's very possible. That's very possible. And it might be in the works. I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Tony, thank you so much for this awesome conversation. Praise my king, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna uh, conclude uh, this episode of True Way Gaming. And remember, if you have any questions and/or topics you want us to discuss here on the show, um, you could send your questions at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you write question in the subject bar, and also make sure you write uh, your leave your name so that that way we could properly address you here on the show. And God willing, in the next episode, hopefully your question and our topic will be featured. Also, I'm on Twitter, even though I have posted nothing on there yet. Uh, but you can still follow me on Twitter, uh, at True Way Gaming. Um, also, I have an Instagram, uh, True Way Gaming Podcast. Um, or I'm not sure he's hashtag or at whatever. But yeah, you, you see in the description. Um, and then also, I am on YouTube. Uh, I do post um, these episodes on, on YouTube. Um, and you could follow me at True Way Gaming uh podcast you know subscribe and also wherever you're watching and or well if you're watching this on youtube or you're listening to whatever podcast uh um platform you're on it is google apple and or spotify please subscribe follow and also tell your friends and family if they want to tune into um uh a podcast to where um we interact with you the listener yeah, please let them know about your way gaming. And again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us. Love you guys. God bless you. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier, and I'm Tony. And this is the end of our transmission. You.